Well, good afternoon, everyone. Happy Friday. Gosh, it is hard to believe that it is already December. Um, but welcome to this week's Fireside Chat. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, I'm Lisa Stearns and I'm here with Tim Cross, our Senior Vice President. We'll have an update today on COVID-19 cases within the university and across the state. And for this holiday season, we're going to be hearing about some UT-inspired products that are available that actually support the Institute of Agriculture. So you'll wanna hear more about that. So a few reminders, please keep your audio muted so everyone can hear the conversation. If you do wish to ask a question, use the chat function in Zoom. You can post that question publicly or you can send it to me privately. And a recording of this session is being made and will be posted to the UTIA coronavirus website. And you can find that link on our new homepage, which is utia.tennessee.edu. So Tim, how does the current case count look for the university and for the Institute? Well, good afternoon. Uh, welcome friends. Good to see everyone again. I trust everyone had a Happy and uh, hopefully a healthy uh, Thanksgiving break. Uh, hope everybody got a little bit refreshed. I'm sure uh, after a busy week uh, following the holiday, uh, we're probably all ready for another uh, three or four day weekend. But uh, in the meantime, I know uh, I really enjoyed uh, a few days off. Uh, didn't do much of anything except spend it with family, immediate family, and, uh, and enjoyed every bit of it. Uh, but uh, back to work, uh, back to uh, carrying out our mission and back to managing uh, the Institute of Agriculture in the midst of a pandemic. So where are we at? Let me uh, give you uh, a quick look at, uh, at our uh, statistics as we've been doing the past several weeks and then we'll get to uh, the more fun topics of uh, how uh, we're starting to support some of our programs through uh, retail products. But first of all, uh, how are, how are the number of positive cases looking uh, at the university? Uh, here's the chart we've been staring at every week. And uh, this week you'll see uh, that our student numbers, of course, are down as you would expect. That uh, perhaps is largely a function of the fact that most students have returned to their home place, so wherever that might be. And if they are now experiencing positive cases, of course, it wouldn't be recorded uh, necessarily uh, in Knox County, and we may or may not know of those cases. Clearly, they're gonna be gone for a couple of months, so uh, in most cases, that's not gonna be a problem. We certainly hope for those students that are still with us, that they're following all of our protocols and staying safe, especially our graduate students uh, and others who are carrying on, and of course, our, our veterinary medicine students are, are still here and hard at it as well. So 42 cases among students uh, today, and unfortunately, we've seen a bit of an uptick in the number of positive cases in employees across the whole university, uh, and we're showing 29 positive cases today compared to two weeks ago when we were at 23. So uh, a bit of an uptick there, but nothing uh, that, that you know necessarily signals danger or uh, a uh, uh, high degree of risk uh, in our campus work environment. Number of isolations, as you would guess, is also up slightly among employees and, and correspondingly down among students. Uh, so the numbers uh, for the 4th of December, as you can see, uh, 335 students uh, that are reported uh, to be in isolation due to 
uh, direct contacts with others uh, and 126 employees altogether uh, in isolation. For the Institute of Agriculture, we're actually slightly below where we were a couple weeks ago uh, with eight positive cases as of today. Uh, so uh, again, we're not seeing huge spikes in our own uh, UTIA uh, number of positive cases. But uh, for the month of November, you can see our numbers were higher overall and remain a little higher overall than they were the previous uh, three months. So uh, certainly it's, it's uh, to be expected with the number of cases that are being experienced uh, in the community and across the state and country for that matter. And isolation's much the same story. We're uh, looking at 23 uh, employees in isolation as of today. And, and uh, perhaps surprisingly, that's down from uh, a couple weeks ago uh, when we last met. So maybe some, uh, some positive news there. And I think overall, again, what this reflects is that what we're doing uh, within our workplace uh, is, is still working. Uh, the practices that we're following are enabling us to keep our numbers low. But I, I say that and, and wanna reemphasize, that doesn't mean we can let up. It doesn't mean we can throw in the towel and just uh, go about our business as usual. We've got to be even more diligent today, uh, given the, the next two charts that I'm going to show you. The first of which is the number of daily positive cases in the U.S. And unfortunately, as you can see, yesterday we topped 200,000 cases in one day. So uh, nationally, we're still struggling uh, a great deal. Uh, the, the bold red line there, the trend line, you see it tried to come down a little bit. That was probably around the time of the Thanksgiving holiday and clearly on the holiday and maybe immediately before, immediately after there were fewer tests going on, fewer positive cases. But unfortunately, uh, we've expanded well beyond that now and, and we're seeing more of a positive trajectory again. So <clears throat> certainly nothing Really good can be said about the uh, the chart at, at this point in time. Uh, we're, we're seeing increased number of cases. You're hearing in the news, uh, hospitalizations are increasing. Uh, and, and the really sad news, deaths uh, continue to increase. So uh, nationally, we've got, got a challenge. And the state of Tennessee is no different. You can see a big spike uh, the last uh, week or so, um, back up to 8,000 cases uh, two days ago. So across the state, we're uh, still seeing a good number of positive cases. And that, again, reinforces to me that we've got to do everything we can to keep uh, ourselves and each other uh, safe and healthy. So that uh, gives you hopefully a snapshot of, of where we're at as a university, as an institute, uh, and then uh, what we're looking at uh, statewide and nationally as well. So uh, Lisa, I'm going to stop right there with our, our data update. I think that uh, hopefully gives everybody a sense of where we are and where we've been. Um, and we'll see uh, what the next uh, week holds as well. And I'm sure um, you, along with many other people, are worried about the Christmas and holiday season where people start to gather uh, and just hoping that everybody still maintains safety protocols. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, the same... Uh, message and the same approach that we uh, had over the Thanksgiving holiday. I'm afraid nothing's going to be much different by the time we get to uh, uh, the, the Christmas holiday season. So uh, we unfortunately got to plan to keep our gathering small, uh, practice all the social distancing, hand washing, 
uh, in mask wearing protocols that we can uh, keep one another safe uh, over the holiday season as well. Great. Well, speaking of the holidays and, and turning to something far more uh, positive, uh, with the holidays approaching, we have some UTIA products that are benefiting students in the Institute, and we thought it would be a great idea to share those with you today. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and I, I appreciate it. I think uh, maybe uh, Charles Denny suggested we make uh, everyone aware of, of uh, some products that are being offered for sale. We're certainly marketing these, uh, especially the, the first products we'll talk about. Uh, with an uh, audience of uh, alumni as our target audience. Uh, so we've got Dr. Keith Barber here to tell us about a new partnership that we've developed with the Tennessee Farm Wine Growers Alliance. Uh, most of you know this is a new industry, relatively new industry, a growing industry in the state of Tennessee, one that relies a lot on, uh, on the University of Tennessee for information about how to produce grapes, how to produce wine, uh, and so forth. So uh, this is an interesting partnership and Dr. Barber has been instrumental in helping to uh, bring this about, uh, working with, of course, uh, our, our faculty, our extension folks, uh, as well as the wine industry uh, participants themselves. So Dr. Barber, tell us uh, about this new partnership. Thank you, Dr. Cross, and good afternoon, everyone. Uh, it, it, it is a new day and uh, it's a, a growing industry as Dr. Cross alluded to is, is the viticulture industry across the state. And whether you're a grower, a producer, or a consumer, uh, UT now has a product for you. And uh, we, we have teamed with, as Tim said, we've teamed with the uh, Tennessee Farm Wine Growers Alliance, which is a conglomerate of a uh, number of uh, viticulturalists and wineries around the state. Uh, they have an, this association sort of represents all of them. And they came to us along with the Tennessee Department of Agriculture several months ago and asked us about uh, maybe partnering to produce what, what we're now calling UT wine. Um, we don't make it and uh, we don't produce the grapes or the ingredients that goes in it, but we are gonna be beneficiaries of it. And I'll explain that in just a second. So once, um, once uh, the Alliance came to us, uh, they, they presented an opportunity that if we would uh, be able to use, or they would be able to use the UT moniker and, and nomenclature, then we would be able to receive a portion of product of the sales of each product back to support uh, some of our viticulture efforts. And many of you know that we do have some viticulture efforts, uh, as, as Tim alluded to, both um, in research and extension and even, even with our students. Uh, and I say that in the most academic way possible, Dr. Cross, uh, as uh, the, uh, the way the program works is uh, we were, um, we worked with University of Tennessee legal counsel to make sure we had all of our I's dotted and T's crossed. We worked with the Department of Ag to make sure they were good with this and, and our other partners across the state and of course the Alliance. And when we were able to uh, secure a contract or, or a, an agreement with the, the Alliance, they decided that they would produce three different varieties of wine, and we would market that together uh, as UT products. And Lisa, if you'll pull up the, the uh, screen there, uh, the product is, uh, we have three different varieties. Uh, one is Volunteer Orange and White, one is Smokey's Red, and the last is a Tailgate Sangria. Now, you might think these are more of University of Tennessee at large 
uh, wording and, and, and verbiage, and they are, but we did that on purpose so that we would get a larger audience. But what we uh, pledged to do to the Alliance is that we would market these to our alumni, both from the Herbert College of Agriculture as well as the College of Veterinary Medicine alumni. So over the past week, we've been sending out information to our alums with this, and all the alumni have to do is, is click a couple of buttons and uh, issue your credit card. And once that happens, the partnership, the alliance, who is also partnering, by the way, with Mountain Valley Wineries out of Sevierville, which are one of the larger wineries in the state, they actually are producing the wine and shipping it. So we don't, we're not involved with the shipping. We're not involved with the, with the production. We're not involved with anything other than the advertising for it. But in the end, uh, a proceed from each bottle sold comes back to support uh, our viticulture efforts. And I see a note there from Shelly asking to post the link and we, I will do that Shelly as soon as I finish. So any of us can buy this uh, as long as you're of age and uh, you make your credit card payment. But when, when the proceeds come back from each bottle sold, it goes to the Peter Howard Endowment for Wine and Agritourism. Now that's, a, uh, that, that's an endowment that was established about a year ago. Uh, it actually focuses on our students being able to work in the viticulture arena around the state during internships or in any other agritourism area. So funding that comes back to us from the sale of each bottle goes into that endowment. And then we're able to support students to go and support, thereby support the industry. So we look at this as an opportunity for us to help students uh, and then help our communities around the state and then help the commodity associated with the viticulture effort. So uh, again, I see Lisa has posted that, that link in the chat box. So anyone who is interested in, in purchasing that, please do so. We've had a couple of questions about this. Uh, you know, how can I get the bottles, uh, if I can pick them up or whatever. The initial push that we're doing during this holiday season is that they these will be mailed to you or UPS, I think is the, the venue they use. Uh, Mountain Valley uses to get the product to you. At this point in time, you can't go into a store and pick this up. You can't go into a store and buy it. You can only get it through this website. Uh, that may change in the future. We're, we're doing a little testing of all this. But the, the really neat thing that I've, I've shared this with Dr. Cross, the really neat thing about this is that we've now paved the way to open this for, uh, for more production of, of other brands and blends of wines and, and other, other uh, beverages, other farm beverages, as we've talked about. So there's some other things in the works, but this is our initial inaugural push. And uh, we hope that, that uh, you'll each uh, take a stab at it. And I got to say, I did have the, the privilege of having a taste test a week or so ago, and it was uh, well worth the effort. So uh, you can see, I don't know if you can see from the screen there, but each bottle was, is labeled and branded in a UT fashion. So that um, uh, someone said this the other day to me that, that, uh, you will buy the first because of the marketing and the branding of UT. You'll buy the second because of the taste. And so that's a, that's a great way to put that. So I'll be glad to take any questions in the chat box or even afterwards, Dr. Cross, uh, if, if, if folks have questions. But uh, appreciate your support of this. And it, it is certainly going to support the Institute and I think going to pave, uh, pave many roads for us in the future for other opportunities. Great. Thanks for uh, sharing that with us, Keith. And uh, I think it's a really good partnership. Uh, the the uh, wine industry, the grape growers uh, for years have wanted to support the in Institute 
but as a growing industry, they just haven't really had the, the financial base uh, from which to, to provide that support. And they, they came up with this idea and said, look, we, we don't uh, have, you know, huge amounts of money, but what we do have is product. And if we can, you know, market that product in a way that benefits the university, we'd like to do that. And then obviously they're interested in getting some of our graduates. They're interested in extension programs that help them to improve in the future. They're interested in research that helps them to make a better product. So I think this is a win-win. Let me be real clear though, we're not asking any of you to necessarily become wine drinkers or, or force others to become wine drinkers. This is simply for those who are interested in this product. And uh, we, we definitely want to make sure that everyone uh, you know, approaches this uh, based on their own beliefs and, and values. Uh, but we also want to make sure you're aware that it's going on. You may hear from someone in your community uh, asking about this. Uh, and so uh, we, we thought we'd share it with you today. Keith has done a really good job uh, summarizing how this came to be and, and what the purpose and intent is. So I hope it's helpful to you. Now there's no, uh, probably no better product to follow that discussion with than the one that, that is gonna follow. And that is uh, a discussion about cheese. So uh, we're also uh, for years have been marketing uh, uh, UT Ball cheese and we're pleased to have Jessica Black with us today. Uh, to tell us uh, how that's going and maybe to uh, introduce you to a new product as well. So Jessica, we'll turn it yes. over to you. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate everybody being here and I appreciate you inviting me today. Um, as many of you already know, we, our department, the University of Tennessee's Food Science Department has been involved with cheese for a very, very long time. At one point we had a creamery on campus, which students were involved with, staff, faculty, it was, it was a great hit. Um, and then after that closed, even our food science club sold cheese as a fundraiser. Now, about five years ago, we made some changes to that program. Um, Dr. Mark Morgan, who was the department head at that time, um, wanted to mix it up a little bit and bring it back into Tennessee because what was happening is that we were getting our cheese from outside of the state. And so because of our commitment to making sure our partners here in the state are um, doing the very best that they can and we wanna be there to support them as well, we brought about this All of All Cheese project. And it's five years in the making has been great. We've had wonderful support from throughout the state, our alumni around the country, um, members of UTIA. We are, we are definitely grateful for all the support because the proceeds go back to our students. Our students are the ones that really benefit from this. Um, really, there were three purposes behind this project. The first was to give those students that experiential learning because that's what we're here for, right? That's we want to make sure that our students are um, not only learning in the classroom, but putting that knowledge and that time that they're spending in the textbook to use in the industry. Um, the second reason was really to increase visibility. So I've been with the department for about three years now. And one of the big things that we found as a challenge is a lot of people don't know what food science is. And so we wanted to bring about um, more understanding of what food scientists do in agriculture and how they impact everybody's life because we all eat um, and it's all very important. And so we wanted to make sure that that continued to increase. Um, and, and there's wonderful jobs available. So we wanted to make sure our students and um, our industry partners were provided with the best. And the last was really to, raise proceeds. Um, we wanted to make sure that our students 
had an opportunity to attend conferences, to travel, to really continue on with those learning opportunities. And so um, for five years, we've had a great partnership with Sweetwater Valley Farm. We, as many of you know, we have a sharp cheddar, a mild cheddar, jalapeno cheddar, and even a smoked Gouda. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate that. Um, but now on our fifth anniversary, which I think the timing worked out really well, as you'll see on the, the page there, we now have our power tea cheese, which we're very, very proud of. This was something that um, took a year of planning, uh, collaborating. We actually worked with the Tickle Engineering um, and John Hendershot was the student. He is in industrial engineering. He's actually graduating in December. We're very proud of him. But between him and some of our other partners um, in the community in Oak Ridge, we were able to create an actual cutter to cut this cheese because we ran into some things. We wanted to make sure that it um, could be sanitized and it was something that would always be sure to withstand what needed to happen. You know, it needed to be strong enough to cut the cheese, but thin enough to where it didn't damage the cheese. And so we're very, very proud of this. Our students are out there hand cutting it. If you get a piece and it's not perfect, it's because that student was in there learning and, and it's great and we love it. And as you can see, um, it's actually sliced on um and it, it can be sliced i'm sorry they won't let me slice it yet it's a lot of work <laughs> i'm working on that though it looks great on a cheeseburger um and so it's just really a wonderful opportunity to continue to have our students experience this and with your support we have been able to continue this project and and really move forward and develop those partnerships because now as we move forward, our students will also be working with industrial engineers to learn about what they do. And then um, we'll learn, they'll learn from us as well. So um, right now we're gonna offer, we've introduced several new, several new opportunities to purchase. You can purchase an individual bar or block. You can purchase a gift box. And right now our, um, our cutoff date is December 15th for shipping. We will be in here. You can pick it up. Um, if you do want to do a walk-in, you can do that. Just let us know so we can have it prepared for you. Or you can order online and have it shipped all around the country. And it's a two-day shipping. So if you have any Vol fans out there that are really hard to shop for, you can visit allvolcheese.com and that will be a perfect gift for them. Very good. Uh, and maybe we can uh, share the website for ordering. There we go. Lisa's already read my mind. Thank you. Uh, great to see uh, both of those sets of products. And, uh, you know, you, you couldn't think of two products going together any better, I don't think. So uh, that's right. Well designed, well organized. I, uh, I think back to uh, one of the workshops I did when I was out in Oregon years and years ago. It, it turned out uh, in the midst of this workshop that we had. Uh, about six uh, dairymen at this workshop and about six grape producers and no one else. And uh, they, they looked around at one another like, you know, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Uh, what do we have in common? And they finally amongst themselves figured out, gosh, <laughs> wine and cheese, we're, we're together. So uh, it was a really good workshop too. And uh, uh, I think uh, these, these agricultural products uh, that, that are also value-added opportunities that really uh, can, can help the bottom line, uh, give our communities, uh, our rural communities, some, some good opportunities that they wouldn't have otherwise. So uh, thank you, uh, Jessica, for sharing uh, about the cheese. Keith, thanks for sharing about the wine. 
uh, let folks know in your communities if they want to know uh, how to support the Institute of Agriculture, they can do their holiday shopping and, uh, and help uh, our students and our research and extension programs all at the same time. So hope that'll help uh, some folks out with their holiday shopping. Meantime, Lisa, we can uh, pause and take any questions uh, related to uh, COVID-19, related to wine and cheese or any other uh, questions folks might have. Well, um, no, lots of positive comments about both those products. Uh, the only question is for Keith and that is, can one of the wines be an orange color? Uh, that's a great question. We'll work on that. How's that? It's, uh, I'm not quite sure of the science in making grapes turn to orange colors, but uh, I will certainly ask the, the producers. Mountain Valley Winery up in Sevierville have been great partnerships in this and, and really, as I said earlier, have, uh, had helped, have helped the affiliation a great deal, but, but uh, they're good. And, and like Jessica said, these can be shipped. One of the reasons they, the affiliation, um, uh, decide, the Alliance, I'm sorry, decided to use Mountain Valley uh, Vineyards is because they can ship around the country and into Canada. So uh, that's some legal initiatives there. And, uh, but we'll see if they can make it orange. I'm not quite sure. At least we called it the orange and white version. <laughs> so I think I, we have see a, a Dr. science is, expert uh, that knows we can make there it you go. <laughs> Dr. Wing, we'll, I'll get you connected with them, okay? That's good. Uh, and actually, I've seen some orange wines, and, uh, and I know it is possible, so we'll, we'll put that on our list and uh, have the Tennessee Farm Wine Growers Alliance get on that uh, sometime in the future. I have to go back to my Crayola coloring days and see what colors mix, right? That's right. Good. We've Any also, other questions? No, we did have a comment that the packaging is quite lovely as well. So, <laughs> which is a nice feature is that, uh, for instance, with the cheese, you can, you can have packaging with it. Oh, good. And I see Dr. Shoemaker uh, in, in our entomology and plant pathology department mentions that chocolate would be a great uh, addition to this trio and, and then we'd have the perfect trifecta. So, uh, Dr. Shoemaker, when you and your group uh, perfect uh, UT chocolates, we're going to add it to the mix and we'll really be in business. <laughs> well, Tim, there are no other questions. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's wrap up then and uh, let everybody get back to their business and then on to, uh, on to their weekend. Uh, so let, let me first mention that uh, next week, uh, our fireside chat, in addition to our COVID update, is going to include our service awards program so that we can recognize uh, those that have uh, uh, devoted a number of years of service to the Institute of Agriculture. We'll uh, do that program again in conjunction with next week's fireside chat, so we'll be sure to announce that, of course, but uh, please plan to join us uh, if you can. Uh, and that'll be our final fireside chat for 2020. Uh, so next week, uh, same time, same channel, uh, we'll, uh, we'll do the COVID update and, and service awards program as well. Uh, and you know, it's, it's really been a pleasure to connect with each of you and our entire UTI family uh, through these chats. Uh, I, I, I probably have gotten more out of it than you have. Uh, Seeing, seeing everyone, uh, hearing the questions, being able to, to chat uh, through this, uh, unfortunately, somewhat impersonal method, but at least uh, uh, 
uh, live method has been really informative, I think, to me. Uh, some of the feedback I've gotten is that we ought to continue these, but maybe not quite so frequently in the future. So I, I think uh, what we'll do starting in January, we'll plan to hold one fireside chat monthly on the first Friday afternoon of each month. And then we'll schedule additional uh, chats during the month as needed. If there's drastic changes in the pandemic, if there's uh, you know, a significant change in policy or guidance, we'll add those uh, if needed. But we'll plan to, to hold one regularly scheduled uh, monthly fireside chat going forward. And again, uh, that'll be on the first Friday afternoon of each month. Now, January, that's kind of a problem because the first Friday afternoon is January 1st, and I'm not going to ask any of you to give up your New Year's Day to uh, spend uh, on a fireside chat. So we'll, we'll call it the first working uh, Friday afternoon of each month and start uh, with January 8th. So uh, stay tuned. We'll, uh, we'll uh, communicate that uh, as we get closer to it, uh, but uh, we'll plan to scale back in number, but uh, hopefully uh, no, no reduction in quality. We'll look forward to engaging with you, getting your comments, uh, hearing your remarks uh, or questions, and, and serving your needs to the, the best of our ability. So keep up uh, the good work. Keep wearing your masks. Uh, stay home if you're sick. That's very important. We don't want to get away from that. Stay socially distant when you can. Uh, wash your hands. All, all the things uh, that we've been doing now for six months or more. Let's keep our numbers low. Let's keep our spirits high. Uh, we can wrap up this year, I think, on a very positive uh, trajectory and be ready to, to really uh, hit the ground running in 2021. So I'll stop right there, Lisa. And, and thank you, Lisa, once again, for uh, organizing and hosting our meeting. No problem. It's been it's been wonderful to do. So we'll look forward to scaled back version next year, but uh, meaningful just the same. Great. Thanks, everyone. Have a good weekend. Go balls. Maybe. <laughs>